I Party with Victorious was the famous crossover between iCarly and Victorious. I'm Junior. I'm Marcus. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Genius! Okay. <laughs> All right. So, we just finished watching I Party with Victorious, and uh, do you have any thoughts before before I even get into... All right. So, I'm... I'm um... I'm one of those uh, people that hasn't really watched all of Victorious or really all of iCarly, so I was going into this really blind. And um, thoughts on the thoughts on the episode? Yeah, like before. Okay, so like I took notes. Like I always take notes for like any of my videos and stuff like that. I don't take notes. Yeah, no, but it, it's good to have both perspectives. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now we both did grow up with this show, and we even did do a rewatch of the first episodes. The old fans will remember who Marcus is. <laughs> yeah, if you've forgotten who I am, just go back, watch some old old videos. You can want to see my face. Watch the Spider Man um, trailer. It's crazy. Oh, wow. That's going really far yeah, back. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. Okay. So. So what do I think of this? Yeah. Just give me give me like your, your rating. Uh, How do I rate this episode? Jeez. Well, it definitely wasn't a Victorious episode, as we said. <laughs> it's more of an iCarly episode. So as an iCarly episode, I'm going to give it a solid... Solid four. Hated it. Didn't like. Didn't like it. I'm not gonna lie. There was just so much going on. I was lost. It wasn't fun. It wasn't the fun iCarly episodes I like. Mm. And I know iCarly. Like, and after watching this, I realized iCarly's not that great of a show. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Some people are gonna hate me for this. Like, like real talk. Some people are gonna hate me for this. Uh, yeah. I don't like this episode, and I think that. I mean, like, we spoke about it through, like, the entirety of our rewatch. This really is an iCarly episode that just happens to have the Victorious cast. And the, exactly, yeah. The <laughs> biggest example of this, uh, no one from Victorious shows up till about seven minutes in. It was, like, seven Ex- minutes on the dot. exactly seven minutes on that you the see dot. Victoria Justice's face. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my gosh. And then, and then what happens shortly thereafter, three minutes goes by, and we immediately cut back. To iCarly. To iCarly. And, uh, and that happens through the entire special. Like, it's not even just that segment. There's a point where uh, we go back, we, we see Andre. It's like, no one can come to this party. Don't invite anybody, guys. Cut back to iCarly. Straight back to iCarly for a good five minutes. Yep, five to seven minutes of iCarly. Uh, then, what's the Victorious gang doing? And then, just for inconsistency's sake, they'll cut from Victorious for like a minute, cut to iCarly, Cut to commercial and then come back to iCarly. You're so what right. Happened? You're so right. I thought this was a crossover. Yeah. What? That's, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Every time it cuts to, to commercial, you expect them to come back with like, okay, well, well, let's see what the other cast is doing. Nope. They <laughs> were still on iCarly. I know I made two videos about iCarly, but like, I guess this is this is where I confess. I actually am not a very big iCarly fan. Um, oh, come on, man. <laughs> I, oh, come on, man. You don't a, like iCarly? No. You don't like, you like, don't like and that here's show? the thing. We both we both grew up with iCarly, okay? We were both kids. We were probably about 9 or 10 when iCarly came out, or, like, maybe earlier than that. But Oh, yeah, it was early. I think it was a little bit early. You like 2006 right. or 5? It's an old show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's getting a revival, eh? That's weird. I know, but you know, you could do a lot with that. Okay. Maybe we'll talk about that later, but I am not really a big fan of iCarly and I had to rewatch like pretty much like all of it just to do that Sam Puckett video. And I didn't realize how, how grading I find the show, but a lot of that comes from how random everything is. It's not, 
I don't really find iCarly that funny. And if you want, like, a good example of that, like, what I don't like about it, look no further than Gibby. And yes, I know, here come, here come all the dislikes. I don't find Gibby that funny. I love the actor. Uh, Noah, I believe is his name. I love him. He's great in everything he's been in. I remember Nicky Deuce, which was a movie he was in, which is hilarious. Nicky Deuce. Yes, where he was like a mobster, but like he wasn't. Anyway, yeah, I, I thought, I thought, yeah, I think it's a little funny that like everything about iCarly is written so, ha ha ha, this random comment, then laugh track. Yeah. Right? A lot of it is random comment, laugh track. Uh, joke about something off screen, laugh track, laugh track. right? Uh, someone does something abusive, laugh track. And I don't think Victorious is that crazy with the laugh track. It, it knew when to kind of hold back with it. And if there was, like, usually the jokes were a lot funnier. Yeah. And I this whole entire special reeks of the iCarly writing. Oh, oh, it was, oh, it was very bad. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Oh, no. Oh, oh, my goodness. Um... Uh, all right. So the whole plot is about Tori and Carly, and they're both dating a guy. They're dating the same guy, Steve Carson. Yes. That. Yep. Yeah, that. Hang is... on, I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> and of course, it doesn't come out. Okay. <laughs> I wonder how much I'll keep it. But yeah, so Carly, Carly, and uh, Tori are both dating Steve Carson. Yeah, they're both. They're both pining. This Yo, guy. Uh, hold up. Let yeah. me just tell you about Steve Carson. This is crazy. Mm -hmm. So this man, Steve Carson. He's in Seattle, gets homeschooled, right, and sees Carly. And then for a month, he goes to California and then sees Tori and buys bo both girls gifts. Like, yo, who? What? He's rolling in it. This man's rich. <laughs> this guy clearly has money. He's clearly rich. Why is he slumming it with these girls? Yeah, you know, and and that's the other funny thing about this. <laughs> I can see him dating Carly because apparently he dated Carly first. Yeah. Um, he dated Carly longer. Why is he cheating on her with Tori? Because Carly's famous. Like, in-universe, everyone knows who she is. Everyone knows who right? Carly is. So I can kind of see why Steve is like, oh, yeah, I definitely want to be with Carly. But then it's like, Tori Vega. Um. <laughs> they actually do. I mean. The Tori uh, Vega do. So Steve Carson, right, as you said, jewelry, buys two. We don't know how much it's worth. We don't know the cost of the charm bracelets. If you, okay, if you want to get really technical right now, so like a Pandora charm bracelet is about 60, right? Charm bracelet on its own, no charms, right? And then, well, actually, no. A charm bracelet is about like 80, I'd say, maybe, right? I have never purchased a Pandora charm bracelet. Their necklaces are expensive. I bought like two bracelets. I think they're like 80. Then charms on their own range from about, I'd say roughly 35 to about 100 some odd oh, dollars. My Possibly goodness. more, depending on if it's like real uh -huh. jewelry or whatever, right? And this Carson man decked out both, both charm bracelets. All the way around with charms. <laughs> I must say, both of them at least a couple grand. Yo, I didn't even think couple of that. Grand. So many charms. So, Carson is balling. I don't know what he's doing. He's slumming it with yeah, people. Yeah, for real. It really is weird. Other than Carly. She's famous. Carly's famous. Yeah, that makes sense to me. They're talking about celebrating their 100-day kiss. which And, and they, they mention it several times. So, yes. you won't be... Uh, <laughs> if, if, you, if you forget, if you forget about the hundred days, <laughs> don't kiss, worry; they'll remind you shortly yeah. thereafter. In fact, not only will they remind you, they make you feel stupid for not knowing what it is yeah. before no, they talk true. about it. So true. Uh, and it just so happens that like both 
Carly and Tori are going to have that celebration at the same time. Uh, all right, whatever. Uh, but Carson Steve Carson, the only reason why Steve gets caught is because Robbie takes a picture of him. And because his phone, <laughs> his phone is set to automatically upload, which is such a terrible idea. Oh my gosh, like <laughs> which the, I don't think I need to explain why. So many problems. Oh, that so many things that go wrong with that. But yeah, automatically upload to his slap page. Uh, by the way, okay, quick thing about this show for the fans who pay attention and like these little details, I will include them. Um, the paraphones. Everyone's paraphone is black in this. Everyone. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, Carly's is usually pink. Andre's is green. Tori's is blue. Jade's is red. I know at least those ones. I think Bex is actually black. That's it. And it's so weird that every single character, Keenan Thompson shows up. His is black. Like, everyone's paraphone is black. So my reasoning for it, and I don't know, I believe... It's just the iPhone with no case. So it's the Paraphone no case. Everyone just got no case, you know? No case. We're too, we're the, the, the producers are too poor to afford cases for the Paraphones. That's it. Yeah, it, it's a strange <laughs> it's a strange thing that I noticed like really early on. Nah, and then through the yeah. whole show, it's like they're all black. Uh, episode, yeah. Okay, so the 100 Day Kiss thing is being discussed by Tori and Steve Carson. And what are they doing while they're discussing this? Oh my this? gosh, yes. Uh, uh, th- so... <laughs> It's it's just so weird to me that in this this victorious iCarly slash Drake and Josh slash whatever oh, Dan Schneider universe. We will get to the yeah. shared universe later. You but, go ahead. Whatever like why is it that you and your boyfriend are huddled up on the chair, Tori and uh Steve Carson, and you're watching iCarly. Like, yo, let's Netflix and chill. Like, no, let's iCarly and chill. What? iCarly of all shows. The most random, just like... Literally, they watch a scene where Gibby is surrounded by drumsticks. <laughs> yeah, what chicken is... legs. Just just a bunch of chicken drumsticks, man. I, I don't, okay, so I don't want to be like a person that's like judgy or like whatever, but I just want everyone to know that I would actually watch a show like that. But, <laughs> but... It wouldn't actually exist because I'd be the only person watching that show. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's a very strange thing that they're doing. Like, they're just chilling and boom. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love iCarly. Do you think Gibby's playing a character or that's how, how he is? Which is a pretty meta question, by the way. I'm sure a lot of people, they ask the same thing about Noah when the show came out. The, the iCarly gang discovers that Tori is chilling with Tori's, I mean, Carly's boyfriend, Steve Carson. And yeah. the, the iCarly gang decides, okay, we got to go all the way <laughs> to L.A. LA. Uh, so we can go to this party just to see whether or not uh, Steve's cheating on Carly. Oh, yeah, and this is the whole reason why Spencer's in the episode. Crazy. Which is fine. Spencer being in the episode is fine. Gibby being in the episode, I do not understand. <laughs> what did he contribute? Like, I'm Roger. Oh, oh. Look, I understand you hate Gibby. I don't hate Gibby. <laughs> like, I just, I don't find him funny. And so much of iCarly is these jokes I don't think are funny at all. Um, You're not wrong. So what do they do? They realize that, oh, we're on iCarly. We're famous. So if we go to that party, people will recognize us. So what do they do? They get Botox. Basically. Like, they, <laughs> they get these fake prosthetics on their face, right? And it looks so bad. Like, were they all given the same face? Like it, 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 it honestly looks like they, they, they take giant like, um, like Legos <laughs> and shove them into their cheeks. It's very, it's quite, it's like, um, 
It's like the Uncanny Valley, you know? It's like almost human. Yeah, it, it, that's a really <laughs> good way to describe it. Very weird. It's very off-putting, too. Um, And then it's funny, because at first they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we look great. And then not too long after, they're like, we look hideous. We look horrible. <laughs> like, what was the writers... What were they... What was going on there? The weird... <laughs> that was a really weird thing. It's really funny, because it's like the 30-minute mark, and it's like, let's get this makeup, makeup artist to make, uh, make the main characters look different, and, you know like cool or whatever right and mm -hmm. they do it and there's like well we can't we can't erase this footage <laughs> we gotta use it we though man we have to use it's it it's continuous oh man <laughs> uh okay so yeah they get they get makeup put on and then they go to the party right and then we see trina in Kyrie's dress from kingdom hearts just saying oh yeah thought that was interesting literally Kyrie's dress from kingdom hearts yes too. and you know okay they get to the party a lot of weird things happen at this party, but just just like for a bit of reference, right? Weird background things that happen. First of all, the joke is on you, which is a song that is played both in iCarly and in Victorious is playing in the background. No big deal, right? No big deal. But then the karaoke song "Give It Up" is played in the background. <laughs> "Give It Up" is played in the background, which is a song that Cat and Jade sang at karaoke doki. But it's like their version that's playing in the background. It's not like. The, the version that they were covering? I don't know. It's really weird how they handled music in this episode. And along with that, I just want to say, uh, you know, really caught me by surprise when Nickelodeon just let Tori say the N-word like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It that was, came out of nowhere. I wasn't prepared. Like, I wasn't prepared for the N-word from Tori Vega. When but... Tori Vega dropped the N-bomb, I was shocked. <laughs> I was actually shocked. I wanted to. That's why I gave this episode such a low rating. <laughs> yeah, she said the N word. You know that really dropped the rating for both of us. Okay, so now here's where it gets a little. Well, well actually, one more thing I want to mention: uh, Ariana Grande's paycheck. How awesome would it have been to spend the entire episode oh, not saying a uh, gosh darn not thing. a word, not a word. Everything that she like, she literally got paid to come in and say. They told me not to talk, but I can sing. That's it. He didn't say I couldn't sing. Like, that's it. Cut the check. Cut the check. That, that's like, and and I will say, that's the funniest joke in the entire thing for me. For me, that is the funniest joke. The whole episode, Cat, Cat, you can't speak. Cat, you can't speak. But he didn't say I couldn't sing. <laughs> and, like, it just gets ignored. Like, like just, just like that. Uh. How funny would it have been if there was a scene? Right at the end of their song, Cat's like, "Wow, Cat, <laughs> <laughs> we, we told Kat, you. We told you. What did you think that you could sing? Roll credits. <laughs> Just roll credits. It ends like that. Okay. So anyway, back to the story. Psychowitz waits for his students in a jacuzzi because there's like four subplots in this, oh, and yeah. and one of them is Psychowitz wanting to scare Beck, and he's unsuccessful. Despite the fact that Beck gets scared multiple times through the actual victorious, but whatever. Uh, like I said, iCarly people wrote this, not Victorious. I, I swear it's the iCarly writers. It's not the Victorious one. Yeah. I so, yeah, Psychowitz waits in a jacuzzi for his students. Grown man, pushing 40, Psychowitz, <laughs> waits for his underage students in a jacuzzi. Uh, and... He successfully scares Jade, unsuccessfully scares Beck. Yeah, and Spencer's and there, too. And successfully scares Spencer. Spencer's dying. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, another weird thing about this this house, okay? 
very weird that Marcus pointed out. And again, guys, listen, Marcus is very useful. He's a very part. He's a very big part of this. How this whole thing functions. Okay, twisted. Because Marcus noticed something that I did not notice. There is a surfboard. A, a surfboard, and, and and Marcus is laughing. But let, let me let me uh, level guys, with you guys here. Just listen to maybe this. some it's of you weird. younger viewers don't know this. Okay, so there's a surfboard inside of this house, Keenan's house, which is even weirder. It's oh. this Keenan's new house. But Dude. I mean, yo, that I didn't even think of that. But okay, anyway, there's a surfboard, right? And it's a giant like physical surfboard that you stand on. Uh, Sinjin ends up winning the high score it's on like it. One of those like video game like surfboards where it, you know, um. The, the the bulls the, the mechanical bulls yeah. but it's a surfboard that you put up with a screen and then you know you surf to the screen yeah you you ride on it in real life but you're playing the game on the screen um and Sinjin wins the high score but now listen listen here Marcus turns to me and he said to me isn't this the thing that <coughs> have in their house to like attract children and I'm like yeah why do I know exactly what you're talking about like why do I know yeah that's totally right and then you're like because of Smart Guy. Yes. And it was at that moment we realized. <laughs> because in Smart Guy, there's an episode where the <laughs> invites TJ over, and he has the, the, the surfboard. And it's like the same surfboard. It's, it's like the same game. It's the identical prop, I swear. It's like the same <laughs> thing. It, it's kind of hilarious. Uh, And I, I, just, I just thought that was pretty, like out of place it's so and weird. and again another subplot gibby has to find a mole at the part oh my goodness <laughs> i'm just mm, i really don't like so much about this but you know it, it, <laughs> no. it's very interesting to me that a lot of people call this the best nickelodeon crossover can you think of a better actually jimmy timmy power hour yes uh i i will say this too guys uh victorious is my Second favorite Nickelodeon show. My first is Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. <laughs> uh, not SpongeBob. No. The first three seasons of SpongeBob are phenomenal. They're first great. Three seasons of SpongeBob the are show amazing. is too long, that's and 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 that's the thing. I can't defend a show that's that's just too long. They're gonna add a, an episode about something I don't like. <laughs> well, eventually they'll do something. Gonna be like. Nah. Hey, SpongeBob, we don't let black people in the Krusty Krab. <laughs> ah, SpongeBob! Yeah, you want a black fish with you? Ah, get him out of here! Get him out of here, SpongeBob! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they find out that Steve Carson is cheating on Carly and Tori with each other, and Sam, I mean, Carly says, Hey, we gotta expose this guy. And Sam says, Yeah, let's get him on stage, drop his pants. Throw some hot sauce on them. And again, you know, sometimes, sometimes they make me laugh. And that, that one did make me laugh. I wasn't expecting that. Um, now, you know, they end up exposing him in the closet with Keenan Thompson. Uh, and uh, they do it on iCarly. Live. 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 And then, and then, just when you think it's over. Just when you think there's no more show left. Also, um... Uh, Junior didn't specify. Junior did not specify throughout this whole crossover. Ooh, ooh, I, I was gonna get to it. Oh, but, you were gonna get uh, to it. Let me let me let me get to it. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. So, just when you think it's over, and you may have realized, wait a minute, no one has interacted with each other. Tori interacted with the iCarly gang, but the rest of the Victorious gang is just sitting around at this party doing random 
unrelated stuff to the main plot. Literally, just, I, oh my gosh. Just when you think, oh, maybe this is it? No, 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 no. There's still about ten minutes left. Okay, maybe maybe five, six, seven minutes about left. Seven minutes left. About seven show. minutes left. Okay, we gotta have the characters interact. So how do they do it? They have Sam have a rap battle with Rex. Okay, and that was another thing that happened. This this special has four subplots. There is so much going on. Uh, Trina has to babysit kids. Uh, Gibby has to find a mole at the party. Um. What else? Uh, okay. So there's a whole Steve Carson main man, plot, right? You want to you want to know what the plots are from the start of the uh, show? Psychowitz is trying to scare Beck. We got we got we got Spencer's back problems. All That's right? true too. We got Spencer's back problems. All right. You know, Andre's got a party going on. Oh no, Rex invited too many people. Oh now yeah. Too many people at the party. You're right. So now Andre's got us. You know, calm down the party. He lost his old subplot. He's not having a party. No, that party's no. Already happening. Um, and then there's um Jade's jacuzzi because she Jade wants just to, wants she to <laughs> just feel like uh she's being boiled by witches. <laughs> there's also Ariana Grande. She can't talk. She can't talk. That's a whole subplot on yeah, its own. Yeah. Yeah. The list. That's. I there's there's too much nine going on. on my hands. Mm. So. Like that. It's too much. Like too much. I really think the best way to do a crossover. Okay. And here's the funny thing. Had they just focused on like the whole boyfriend thing, I think that would have been fine because it's a pretty funny, it's a pretty neat way to bring these characters together. Like they're both dating the same guy. It's like I guess that's the only thing these two have in common. Like Tori Vega and iCarly, they they date guys. I guess <laughs> they're girls. Uh, they're girls. That's <laughs> so bad. They're brunettes. I don't that's know. horrible. Uh, but yeah, it it is kind of it is kind of funny that like. This is what brings them together, but then like here's a bunch of other plots for the other characters instead of just having them all spend time together. Yeah, that would have been way better. Best episodes of Victorious are always when the whole gang's there. I'm telling you that, you know I'm right. <laughs> Don't downvote me. You know I'm right. Uh, anyway, rap battle between Sam and Rex. Yes. Okay. Where Sam wins despite the fact that she raps off rhythm, <laughs> and. You can go ahead and say that either I'm nitpicking or 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 I'm wrong. How you gonna tell two brothers <laughs> who's rapping on rhythm and who's not? No, she, was, uh, she was off rhythm, dude. She, and I think it's because they no, didn't give her the beat while she was rapping. They, they didn't. But also, if you notice, while she's rapping, as it gets to the end, the beat ends before she's done. Yep. Like that and that's the, how off she it also was. restarts at like, one point. The beat restarts. She's so off the beat. There's stopped, there's bro. a hard cut. Like it it's like ah why? <laughs> right? And if you think that's the biggest music no no. Ooh. Uh you know what? Let's let's just let's just get to it. So yeah, Sam wins the thing and then they're like, How are we gonna end this episode? DJ you know, greatest DJ of all time. <laughs> He's like, I know exactly what you guys would love. Something familiar Something to all of you. you. And here's the weirdest part. Make It Shine exists in this universe, okay? Because, uh, you know, Tori sings it at the, the first episode. That's how she gets into Hollywood art. She sings the song. The song exists. Yeah. Okay? But the iCarly theme song exists in the universe? Like, when they... When they play iCarly, like iCarly the web show in the show. In five. Yeah. Four, there's no theme song. Three. There's That's no theme it. song. So they just start. It's, they just start. So 
the iCarly theme song exists inside the iCarly universe. That's a really weird thing. But then this DJ, this expert DJ. Don't don't ask me his name. <laughs> I, I forgot his name. Pink. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but he is able to mix Leave It All to Me, which is iCarly's theme song, and Make It Shine, which is Victorious's theme song. And I think that's especially, uh, you know, it's worth mentioning because Make It Shine, I'm fairly certain, is an F major, okay? Leave It All to Me is in D major. Now, that may not mean anything to people who don't know anything about music, okay? I, I'm not, I, I know some things, but not this. <laughs> and that may not mean anything to you, but here's the funny thing about <laughs> Leave It All to Shine, which is the two songs being mixed together. First of all, they obviously seem to favor iCarly because, again, this is an iCarly episode because the theme song for Leave It All to Me, the, the Leave It All to Me melody part, right? The key is changed from D major to D sharp major or E flat major, if you prefer. And the funny thing about that is it means it's only one semitone higher than its initial key. Make It Shine was an F major and it gets lowered to D sharp major. So now the whole cast is singing much lower than they usually do in the in the the song. Well, I mean, only Tori sings it, but yeah. the Make It Shine song is now significantly lower than what it's supposed to be, right? It's actually wild. But, but like here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing. The DJ, right? Just... Without having heard either of those songs, right? <laughs> was able to know that the iCarly theme song was going to be a little bit slower than the Victoria's theme song, so he was able to take it, slow down the BPM, which, don't, like, don't get it twisted. This is a thing that DJs can do, but I just, it's crazy to me that he did this with the prior knowledge. Slow it down, and then mash it together in a, in a cool like, mix. perfectly. <laughs> like, did he also drop the key signatures? Like, how did that work? Like, oh, it it was very interesting. Um, but the song itself, and you know, maybe maybe we're biased because like we know the songs as they are yeah. initially, like originally. So now this just sounds weird. Yeah. Uh, but feels weird. I don't like. It's like a sinister version of the Victoria. It theme really song. is. It makes me feel like it's Halloween. <laughs> they're all gonna die or something. Like. <laughs> the last time they're ever gonna sing it i don't know it, i don't know it feels weird and then and then on top of that what i think is especially funny the icarly cast is singing the song right but the victorious cast is singing <laughs> they are singing that song they are going off and i remember i said to marcus i'm like how funny would it have been if the icarly gang couldn't sing and then the Victorious Gang's just like, okay, let, let us handle it. This is our specialty. The least you could do for us is let us shine. Like, my goodness, Carly, you've had so much screen time. If you ever have a chance to watch the last five minutes of this episode, um, make sure you look at Spencer every time that he's singing compared to all the other musicians or singers in the show. Jeanette and, 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 and Freddie, they can act. They can pretend. Spencer's going all out. Are you serious? I didn't notice that. Watch him. I didn't notice it's that. So watch him. Watch him belt, bro. <laughs> it's it, it, he's not. He, he's definitely over there, not saying not singing anything. But he he's is having the most fun of his I life. Did not <laughs> notice that. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Okay. So anyway, 
reason why this is such a big deal is because before this, right, there were theories that Dan Schneider's shows were all sharing the same universe, okay? So, you know, Drake and Josh, Zoe 101, uh, iCarly, Victorious. Now, it has been confirmed, I believe, that those four shows I just listed, Drake and Josh, Zoe 101, iCarly, and Victorious, are all in the same universe. Okay? And this show at least confirms that iCarly and Victorious are in the same universe. And if this episode wasn't enough for you, Sam and Cat also acknowledges it, which is hilarious because Sam and Cat would have met each other for the first time in this. Despite the fact, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, how come they didn't recognize each other? Let me start by saying you guys are getting mad at the wrong thing. First of all, they didn't really talk to each other in this. At all. Like, at all. Okay, so of course they're not going to recognize each other. Also, it's a party with like 200 people. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're not, you're not going to remember everybody. But let me address something else. If you actually went on iCarly.com, right, and I, I'll put up some clips, there are plenty of times Cat Valentine and Sam Puckett would have interacted on iCarly.com. Really? Yes. So they would have they would have met before, even if it wasn't this episode. But then in Sam and Cat, they have no idea who each other. This is the first time they're meeting. So what? That makes no sense. Okay, but if you think that doesn't make any sense, are you ready? Strap in. I said the shared universe thing would be spoken about. Here we go. Are you ready? So. All right. So let's just let's keep it simple. I Carly and Victorious. They're in the same universe. Okay, sure, no problem. Right. Shelby Marks and Tori Vega are both played by Victoria Justice. And we do get a little reference to that. We do. We do. <laughs> yeah. Freddie says, Freddie uh, oh, this episode is like, oh, doesn't Tori look like that that girl Shelby you fought? Right? Really weird throwaway. Yeah, no, but I mean, I mean, sure. If you're going to do that, sure, right? <laughs> sure. Why not? Why not? Why not? That's fine. Okay, that's okay. Um and and everything everything's cool with that. So there would have been two Victoria Justices in this universe. And again, I'm keeping it simple to start with. iCarly and Victorious. Yeah. Keeping it simple. Mm. All right. That also means mm. that there are three Jeanette McCurdy's because mm. there's Sam Puckett. Yes. There's her twin sister Melanie Puckett. Correct. And there's Crazy Pawnee from the Victorious episode Crazy Pawnee. Mm. All right. I've never seen this episode, but it 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 it's okay. Okay. Now. <laughs> You'd think you'd think it would end there, okay? Why would it? It's Dan Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here's the thing, right? Does anyone remember the episode Helen Back Again from Victorious? It's the episode where Helen Dubois, a character from Drake and Josh, oh, yeah. becomes the principal at Hollywood Arts, okay? Now, here's the funny thing about that. If Helen Dubois is a character in both Drake and Josh and Victorious. That means Drake and Josh is also part of the shared universe, which then means there are two Jerry trainers, Spencer Shea and Crazy Joe. Oh, yeah. Or, or yeah, Crazy, Crazy Steve. Steve. Yeah, yeah, Crazy Steve from, Drake and, from Drake and Josh. So then there's two Jerry trainers. But then that also means there's two Miranda Cosgroves because there's Megan yeah. and there's Carly. Carly. Uh, which is just hilarious. But then here's another weird thing. In iCarly, Drake and Josh is just a show. And I'm fairly certain in Victorious it's just a show as yeah, well. It's <laughs> but maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. And in Victorious, it, it's it's like real people. But in iCarly, it's not. But then Helen Dubois being in this universe negates that. It means then that Drake and Josh 
is a real thing. Like it's yeah. it's in the same universe. It's not I like mean, a fictional show. Yeah, Drake and Josh is a real thing in the Victorious universe. The fact the fact that iCarly crossover with Victorious makes Drake and Josh real. Real, right? But then there are plenty of episodes of iCarly where it's like, oh, I'm just watching Drake and Josh. So then is yeah, Drake exactly. and Josh... Unless... Is Drake and Josh a reality show? Yeah, that's a re- that's like, like is that what it is to them? <laughs> How does that work? Is it like keeping up the Kardashians? Yeah. And, like, and, then, reality show or and then it gets even weirder because there's an episode of Sam and Cat where Cat, I'm fairly certain, flips through a, a channel. Like, she's hopping channels and Drake and Josh is one of the shows. So... Then, oh, don't if forget. they're playing reruns, don't forget, don't forget to mention uh, Mr. Keenan. Okay, but <laughs> so Keenan Thompson's in this. So Keenan and Kel was also a Nickelodeon show that Dan Schneider produced. Uh, Coolio sang the theme song. Uh, now, I'm fairly certain it's the actor in this crossover. It's, it's the actor, but then that means Keenan and Kel is fictional, and so is all that because he mentions all that. He does. So also his fame is real. Which is even weirder, because then he's famous for all that and Keenan and Kel. You see what's happening here? <laughs> and I guess Saturday Night Live, because he's older. So then... He must, because he wouldn't have all that money from just all that. True. And Keenan and Kel. Yeah, we know they ain't paying their actors. They ain't paying... Come on, Dan. <laughs> Come on, Dan. But, like, it's kind of weird that, like, all these things are shared. But then it gets even weirder. Because Zoe 101 oh, yeah. is also a part of that universe. Now, 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 follow me here. Remember how earlier I said there were two Victoria Justices? If Zoe 101 is also part of this universe, that means there's three Victoria Justices Justices. and two Daniela Monets. Yes. The girl who plays Trina. Yeah. Which just makes things even more confusing. Because then, does that mean that, like, what's the timeline for everything? And and that's weird because, like, okay, uh, people always ask that. The I Party with Victoria's uh, thing, like, is it canon or where does it fit in? We know that this episode happens between, like, like after begging on your knees for two reasons. Jade's hairstyle and, um, oh, when Tori comes up with a plan to humiliate the guy, it's based on what she does to Ryder Daniels in uh, Begging on Your Knees. Okay. So it's like the same plot. Like, <laughs> it's like the same plot. Anyway, um. Say lazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. That's why. That's when this takes place. That's. Yeah, but that doesn't help anything. No. At all. This whole universe I, makes no sense. Um, this you can tell. Wait, but then isn't, like, Game Shakers or, like, Henry Danger or all those shows? I don't know. Okay, listen, guys. I stopped at Sam and Cat. I, you know, I might watch those shows if it'll if you guys want me to, but, like, ooh, I don't know. Where, nah, where does that fit in? You can tell 100% that this whole universe thing was made after the show's. Like, he, Dan, he didn't think this. He didn't think this through. He didn't play. He was all like, yeah, so I was going to put this show up in here. Nah, nah, nah. Speaking of Dan Schneider. <laughs> the cut right there. Hard cut. Hard cut. That's our discussion about special. Is there anything else you want to say? One thing I kind of want to point out, right? In Victorious Episode 1, Tori's going to sing that song at Hollywood Arts, Make It Shine. Yeah. But it's slower, and then she says to speed it up, and then she dances. But the dance is like, you know, it's a fast dance. Yeah. If she didn't ask to speed up the song, would, would the dance have been... been no, would the dance have been really slow? slow. <laughs> every, every move she does? <laughs> One, two, three, four. 
Yeah. Okay. What? What's going on here? Oh, Lord. Um. Uh, final thoughts on the. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, what, what would you say? Um. But yeah, as I said, I gave it a solid four to ten. Um. Unlike, like, I like iCarly. Favorite character Spencer. There's like the random jokes. I have no. There's a lot of them that are stupid, and I hate a lot of them. But this this episode was just all over the place, like an <laughs> actual mess. Yes. Like I've never watched a train wreck live before. <laughs> Not gonna lie, if I was anticipating this from like trailers or something, I'd be so disappointed. Oh yeah! After watching, it? yo, they don't even interact till the end, and it's only for a song. Uh, okay, so do you remember the uh, the? Um... Hannah Montana, Sweet Life on Death. Oh, That's don't even tell me. With the shooting star, and they all see the same shooting yeah, star. Or, or whatever, Some right? lame thing like yeah, that. Yeah, but see, here's what they did right. They all had their own episode. Yep. That crossover. Yep. So it allowed them to have, like, just be <coughs> be in their own show. Yep. Right? But eventually they would all meet up, whatever, mm-hmm. and that was the crossover, right? Just do that. Or, you know, Just e- do that. even better, uh, I'll give you another really great crossover. Lilo and Stitch had Kim Possible. Yes! It had uh, American Dragon Jake yeah, Long. That, that was a good one, Recess. Too. Yep. And Proud Family. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they showed up in uh, Hawaii, which is perfect because yeah. the setting, right? It's, so maybe the, the iCarly, oh, we got to go to Hollywood to film iCarly. Literally. Hollywood Arts is right there. Literally. There's so many other ideas they could have done. They are superstars. They couldn't think of any other reason. To, to go, go to, to Hollywood? California. To go, like, seriously. Any other. Any other reason. Oh. It, it's such a bad plot. It's like. I like the idea of, oh, they find out they're dating this, the same guy. Like, okay, that's fine. And like, yeah. you know, sure. Right? But, yo, you, uh, this whole. If you're going to do that, at least have the characters interact a little bit more. I'm sorry. Yo, how did Jade and, and sorry, how did Jade and Sam not interact until Sam and Kat? Like, like, that's like the interaction everyone wanted. Everyone wants to see the two, the two mean that, girls that are just so angry and would do anything for destruction. Yep. Come together See to them destroy. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'd also love to, I mean, Cat uh, interacts with Gibby. Funny, I think, like, Cat interacts with the most, yeah. like, before, despite the fact that she doesn't even talk. Um, but Robbie... She does interact with Gibby, you're right. She does, briefly, but she does. Uh, Robbie meeting Freddy would have been funny, too. And we don't get that till Sam and Cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, two nerds, two, two weirdos. Yeah, the yeah. two geeky guys, but then, yeah, I mean, and it's it's really funny in Sam and Cat. It's funny when they meet. But anyway... Oh, oh, another thing that I wanted to say, uh, final thoughts about this uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I won't say that the writing in Victorious it seems smart or very intelligent all the time, but it's definitely smarter than our iCarly. Yo. And this episode, if you weren't aware that this was an iCarly episode, just pay attention to the writing. Yeah. Freddy, Freddy is prepubescent again for some reason some strange reason and yet he's clearly hit puberty yeah clearly it's like it's the first episode <laughs> it's like all the first season again. first season first of my carly my carly it's very strange who to me. wrote this episode who did the screenplay like seriously no, it, it, honestly it's so off everything everything about it is really every off. like all the victorious cast just seems off yeah except for not... rex 
which he's a puppet. You, it's not hard to write Rex. Yeah. It's literally, oh, and Cat. Like, Psychowitz is fine. Well, they didn't even, no, no. Like, they didn't even do Cat. Like, exactly. It, it's like, That's why. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. It's so, I'm trying to think, like, who did they do well? Like, no, because Andre's trying to be the responsible one in this episode. And it's like, I, I like fun Andre. You know what? They did Beck well. You can't fuck <clears throat> Beck. They did mess him up, though, because he's, he gets scared all the time in, in Victoria. So they messed that up, too. <laughs> like, they messed up all the characters. Uh, I think Trina is, like, the only one that got right. Trina. That's true. He's like, I want to be famous. I want to meet Keenan Thompson. <laughs> and yeah, she, she yeah. neglects. Fine, finally, when she <laughs> sees him, she's like, ah! Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she neglects the kids, too, just to yeah. be at the party. So I think Trina's the only one that got right. The character that was done right. 100%. Honestly. Yeah, no. Um, I guess Tori Vega, too, but... Not even. There's something wrong. She's She doesn't fit. There's in this. something wrong. There is. Everything feels off in this special. Like... And it's such a shame. You know what it is? It's that surfboard, brother. Oh, yeah. Once you enter a house, you see that pink surfboard, you're like, oh, something's wrong something's here. Something's off here. I shouldn't be here. I should not have come. <laughs> Why does Keenan have a surfboard? <laughs> is this Dan Schneider's house? Where, yeah, where like. Where do you buy it from? Like, what do you think that's on, on set? Mm, honestly. Anyways. All right. This has been Junior and Marcus Talk. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you have a great day. This has been Junior and Marcus Talk. I hope you have a great day. Um. <laughs> Do you like hearing both of us talk to you at once? <laughs> it's weird, right? Wait, hang on. Speaking of Dan Schneider, now we can stop. <laughs>